Welcome to Indigo Studio. This is yet another podcast. And today we've got a most interesting guest. Uh, I want to call her Dr. Charte Robinson <laughs> because she has worked in the medical community uh, at the University of Chicago uh, at Northwestern and at Rush. She worked with Michelle Obama years ago at the University of Chicago, and uh, she's worked with a wonderful man, uh, Dr. Kittles, who's responsible for DNA research, tracing your ancestry as it's becoming more popular. Mm -hmm. And she's changed careers. (laughs) And the new career, and that's what we're going to talk about today, is with AARP. She is the Associate State Director for Advocacy and Outreach. Charnay Robinson, thank you so very much for being Hello, with us Ms. and welcome. Hartman. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank Great. you. So let's talk about you. How did you, you're on your second career. I am. So how did you move from medical research right. into where you are today? But let's talk about what you did with the medical research because that is absolutely fascinating. Sure. Um a career that um, I didn't have a plan for. It chose me, much like cats, I think. <laughs> um, the career chose me, and um, community engagement, outreach had always been um, things that were important to me. Um, starting my career, as you mentioned, at Northwestern, um, then moving on to the University of Chicago and I'll be very honest, that is where I learned um, the value of grassroots the value of community engagement. University of Chicago. The University of Chicago. And this is where you worked with Michelle Obama. Yes, Mm ma'am. I was at um, the University of Chicago for 14 years. I worked with Michelle Obama for five years. Um, And then I was promoted to the Institute for Translational Medicine within uh, the University of Chicago in the Biological Sciences Division. What is translational medicine? Thank you for asking that. (laughs) (laughs) So translational medicine is really uh, from bench to bedside community. Um, If you think of a circle, you cannot have one without the other. So you have to have the lessons or the information that's learned in the lab that's considered the bench. The bedside is um, if there's a medicine that's created or um, a procedure that's created that's bedside. And community is what are the things that are most important from community, by community, where health and wellness is concerned. So you're doing, you're, you're moving from discovery, research, to implementation. Absolutely. Reality-based. For sure, yes. And so um, working in that field, in, in academia, if you will, um, understanding that community has such a impact, um, a value, Um, and voice where research is concerned. So my role there had been how do we create a space that community is at the table, um, that we can have information that is provided in a way that community can understand, um, and then make an informed decision if they want to participate in medical uh, research and clinical trials. Um, We do know that people of color have had um, unfortunate Um, unethical and biased um, um, situations. We've been guinea pigs. 
And historically. Historically. Yeah, right. historically. And there's a trust. Do you think right? of the Tuskegee? Tuskegee, um, Hen- Henrietta Lacks, mm-hmm. and, and so forth. And so there's a number of um, situations and things that we can, when I say we, people of color, can attach our um, uncertainty and our trust to as to why we won't participate in, in clinical trials and medical uh, there's, research. There's a real fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My role is to create a space while I was in academia, was to create a space that your thoughts, your concerns are of are valid, right? Mm-hmm. I hear it. I understand it. Um, but we also have to be at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, if we continue to have that um, people of color are dying, um, at a greater incident, um, a greater rate than our white counterparts. Just disproportionate to the population, For the sure. general population. Absolutely. Then what more can we do? And information, mm-hmm. knowledge, being at the table, um, um, being aware of the rights that you have, the information that is available to you, the resources that are available to you, again, to make a, an informed decision about your health care. Okay, so now how do we translate all of that okay, <laughs> into, into AARP, A-A-R-P, where yeah, you are That's today. a great conversation. Uh, thank you for that question as well. Um, <sighs> where do I begin? So when you know that there is um, a space that information is available and you want to be a part of an organization that it is more than being an old person uh, for insurance with AARP that there are so many more resources. It's such a great organization. And you have the ability through networks, through relationships that I've created built, been a part of social capital that has been extended to me over these two decades of work um, that I've been a part of, I knew that AARP was the place that I wanted to be to work with a group of dynamic colleagues um, for an organization that is uh, one of the models is to serve and not be served. Serve and not be, that's a great To model. serve and not be served. So what you, so what you've done is from your accumulated experience in the medical field Mm -hmm. and you have just, you're transferring into AARP for outreach. For sure. In a variety of things, not just medicine, just not medicine, but uh, for for where's the social impact? I guess that's that's really what you're looking for. Right. So AARP has um, many focus areas. So from livable communities to health and wellness um, and um, financial literacy, and that's what we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, We have an upcoming event. Um, But ultimately, we want to be a source for communities of 50-plus for all things that are 50-plus, that's the age demographic that you're looking for. That's the demographic, 50-plus. Now, I will say there may be some people who are in their 30s who may receive emails or communications from AARP. Yep, because it's the preparation (laughs) for it. Look ahead, look ahead. So let's talk about the summit. So uh, December 3rd, Mm -hmm. uh, AARP Illinois is hosting Maximizing Your Money Summit. So we're looking at money, uh, looking at economics very personally, mm-hmm. uh, Terry Savage is uh, is 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 the guest 
lecturer of right. uh, of 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 the of the summit. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the first conference. It is that is uh, sponsored by ARP mm-hmm. uh, that has national implication mm-hmm. with uh, columnist and uh, financier Terry Savage. Yeah. Tell me about the summit. Sure. So the summit, um, as you mentioned, is uh, maximizing your money. It's scheduled for Saturday, December the 3rd from 8 a.m. until 3 p.m. It'll be at the University of Illinois at Chicago in the Student Center East, um, the Illinois A&B Room, which is located at uh, 750 South uh, Hostage Street in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So you are, the, the, the purpose of, this, of the summit, the design of the summit, mm-hmm. is to really help you personally get your finances in order and ready for retirement. That's absolutely true. Like the goal of this summit really is to um, bring awareness, um, drive, I'm sorry, bring awareness um, and engagement to help consumers manage their finances. Um, We want to build and increase um, their short and long-term financial goals. And ultimately, we want to be sure that our 50-plus audiences are uh, well-equipped um, to manage their finances as they are now, but then also in the future. Um, what does it look like for Social Security? What does it look like for your um, any of the information that you have or any of the finances that you've saved along the way? We also want to talk about, you know, if you've retired, if you've retired and also you want, you, you may find a need that you um, need to return back to work. What does that look like? Is it part-time, full-time? So with the pandemic, we're still mm-hmm. on the uh, aftermath sure. of the pandemic. And everybody, no matter your age, your level of income, mm-hmm. your work, we were all impacted with changes, social changes, mm-hmm. cultural changes. So mm-hmm. one of the things that became very pertinent is work at home rather than go into the office. Right. And that had economic impact Mm -hmm. on a family. Uh, You didn't have transportation. You didn't have parking. Uh, You probably ate too much. Mm -hmm. You could go in the kitchen (laughs) and you could cook a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Children weren't in school. Mm -hmm. Da-da-da. How did overall, how did America fare economically um, with with uh, COVID uh, and 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 their economics. Yeah, so economists are saying that uh, um, say that current infl- uh, I, I apologize uh, that current uh, inflation has been mainly the cause of supply interruption because of COVID, right? And so what we're trying to say is that, for example, um, seemingly like car rentals have so- soared. Um, the things that we um, had become very comfortable with and we had access to, everything had increased because of inflation during the COVID time, and then we're experiencing this thereafter. So we're seeing less car purchases. Less car purchases. Electric car coming. For sure. And so people are renting cars and using Uber Mm -hmm. and Lyft more Mm -hmm. and more. So that was an impact, right? That was an impact, right? But even for those um, people who do not have vehicles, you know, if you will. So everything, what we're learning is inflation has from your food to gas Mm -hmm. to uh, transportation. Mortgages. Mortgages. Everything has really increased. So how can we help support 
um, our communities, especially 50 plus, with uh, managing the funds that they currently have, uh, figuring out how in the future, if they choose to retire, if they have not already retired, to manage these funds throughout. And then many are saying, I won't retire. I can't retire mm-hmm. because of That's very uh, true. inflation mm-hmm. or whatever the social, whatever the impact. So there are nine sessions. Tell us first, before we get into the actual sessions, tell mm-hmm. us. How can I register? I'm in New York. I'm in Kentucky. I'm sure. in North Carolina. I'm in Atlanta. I'm hearing this podcast, and I too would like to participate. I can't fly to Chicago, but I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to participate. How can a person enroll and participate in the summit? Sure. So there are two ways, right? There's a phone number, and then there's also a link. Now, I will preference that if if you decide that you want to join us virtually. You can do that for the hour that Ms. Terry Savage will be presenting, and that is from 9 until 10 o'clock that Ms. Savage will be presenting. This is on December 3rd. That is on December 3rd from 9 9 a.m. until 10 a.m. That you can access virtually via live stream. Either way, we need for you to register. So you can register by calling 1-877-926-8300. Repeat that for me. Sure. That's 877-926-8300. Now, if you're in the Chicagoland area and you like to visit, well, you like to University of Illinois. And you come to the University of Illinois at Chicago um, on December 3rd, we'll have an 8 o'clock session of um, breakfast, networking, or what have you. And you'll visit events.com. AARP.org slash Q8L0XX. Now, is there a charge for this? This is a free event. It's a free event. It's a free event. Tell me how to get my money together for free. <laughs> get your money oh, together for goodness. free. Yeah. So you've got nine sessions. Let's we do. let's let's talk about those nine. Listen, we gotta take a break sure. and then we're gonna uh, come right back. And I want to hear about the uh, the nine Absolutely. sessions that you had. Thank you. We'll sure. be right back. So welcome back to a cozy conversation with Indigo Studio. And we're talking to Sharte Robinson. Uh, she is the Associate Director for Advocacy and Outreach for AARP. And we're talking about a summit, a money summit, how to maximize your money. Uh, that is going on Saturday, December 3rd, and then continues weekly. Let's talk about the sessions that you're mm-hmm. having. Yeah. Tell me about the uh, beyond December 3rd, what sessions are we, are we looking at? Absolutely. So on December 3rd, there's a morning session, an afternoon, mid-afternoon session, and then an afternoon but, but session. But give me the titles of the session, the subject matter. Absolutely. So for the morning session, we have a health smart. Understanding Home and Community-Based Services in Illinois. There's a Plan Smart morning session that's rethinking your budget. There's also a Spend Smart session, downsizing and discovering property tax relief. So that is the morning session that will start at 1015 on the morning of um, December 3rd. And that's one day? That's one day. Okay, so when's the next session? You'll be able to select... On December 3rd, one of those three to attend if you're in person. But you cannot attend those you virtually. You cannot attend those virtually. Okay. Then in the afternoon, that will start at uh, 
mid-afternoon, you will start at 11.15 to 12 o'clock. The Health Smart session is Discovering Prescription uh, Drug Relief. Um, the Plan Smart is Wills, Power of Attorney, and more. And then finally, Spend Smart is How to Keep Your Utilities Cost Low. That's the mid-morning session. You're, you're able to pick one of those three sessions to attend. Okay. Right? And then finally, we have the afternoon session that begins at 1.15. The Health Smart session is Understanding Your Medicare and Medicaid Options. The Plan Smart is the role Social Security can play in your retirement. And then finally, the Spend Smart is stretching your dollar with existing cost-saving programs. Again, you can pick one of those three sessions. So there are a total of nine. However, because of the timing, you get to pick three to attend. And they're, they're on until after December 3rd. When do they, when do they uh, come forth? So these are all in-person sessions on December 3rd. So the only session that uh, a listener can participate in virtually is, is from, with Terry Savage. From 9 until um, 10 o'clock. And Terry Savage is uh, conducting all of these sessions? She is not. She is the keynote speaker. I see. Uh, from 9 until 10. And then we have um, leaders within the industry to lead these nine sessions, yet you get to pick one of the, well, three of the nine because they're hosted at different times. Okay. Now, one of the things that uh, is important important to note is resumebuilder.com says that one out of five retirees say that they are likely to start work again this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Now, is, is 69% cite the growing cost of living, that the cost of living is so high Mm -hmm. until it's time to go back to work. Retirement didn't work out as planned. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you think about that is, um, I mean, you plan retirement, you do the savings, you do all of that. And then bingo, here comes a pandemic, here comes something unexpected and it's necessary for you to return to work. How do you manage that? Yes, yeah, so we understand that um, there are people who had individuals 50-plus who had a plan, and then life happened. Uh, life happens, and it happened. Um, and then also the, pan- the pandemic happened, right? And some life um, households, the um, it could have been a two-income uh, household, and then something happened, either— An illness. Illness. A divorce. A divorce, um, someone being laid off. Or somebody you. like uh, you might be working at Twitter and get wiped right. out <laughs> yeah. in one you smooth ask to turn in one your, day. your ID mm-hmm. uh, immediately. Um, so all of those things happen. And so what the best thing that AARP can do is to provide the resources um, that we can share online um, at AARP.com. I'm sorry, AARP.org. And then also um, have events like December where you can meet in person with experts within these particular areas that can provide resources, expertise, and information that can help you make better informed decisions um, about your health, wellness, and finance. So this is the first session. It is. Uh, Do you think there will be other summits? There will definitely be more summits in our future. Um, My role is, um, my focus area really is finance and and literacy and and wellness. And I, too, want to offer these types of events 
um, for community members in a small and large um, way so that we can be very intentional with how we're getting resources, not just with AARP, but the resources that are available within our Chicago land. So will the event travel? So like now you're in Chicago, will there be a New York? Will there be a um, um, Atlanta? Will there be other... Well, I, I love how you think, Ms. Oh, Hartman. you like that, huh? You like that, huh? <laughs> Take it on the road. That's one thing about AARP, that if there is a successful event in one city, because you know that AARP is nationwide, um, if there's a successful event in one space, we will create the blueprint and then have it offered in other locations as well. So I would say that, you know, be on the lookout. Perhaps there can be another um reflection, duplication of this type of event in other cities as well. Okay. Okay. So you will, you will duplicate it Mm -hmm. based on why does Chicago get chosen first? Well, we're trailblazers, right? We, um, we are very creative and innovative, but there are colleagues that are in our Springfield office and as well as our Chicago office that um, listen to the voice of our communities and community have said that this is is something that is important. And so we wanted to host an event that um, created and offered um, an ability for community members to ask questions and so forth. While we were chatting before we went on, we started recording, mm-hmm. we talked about the uniqueness of Chicago. For as sure. you have worked at Northwestern University of Chicago, Rush, mm-hmm. and that Chicago is such a community-oriented mm-hmm. city. No matter what you're doing, it could be the theater, yeah. it could be medicine, it could be uh, political. Mm-hmm. But basically, in Chicago, you get to a point where you got to take whatever right. to the community, right. and then we add a little politics to right. it. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the case yeah. for real? Well, this is what I mentioned um, earlier uh, to you, is that um, community drives everything. And um, we cannot be our best selves if we don't listen to our communities and understand what is most important. Um, As organizations, we can identify things that we want to help to, we want to create to help fix community. But when you're in community, you know what's required in order for you to be whole and healthy and well. And then what's what's great, um, Charte, about you and what you're doing and AARP hmm. is you're in the community. Yes. It's not like you are sitting in the office no. planning and thinking and yeah. brainstorming. You are of and in. Yep. And that makes a difference. It does. Um, that is one you ask, how did I transition from academia to um, I could not um, be my best self, work and be and not um, be in the community and listen to community and create resources, um, attempt to fill the gap in the holes as best as I can um, with the support of AARP um, um, to do the work that I know is so necessary. So let's let's talk about AARP. What okay. is AARP? It's an organization. Is it a club? Is yeah. it a, what is it? So what's it, it do? What do y'all do? For what real? do we do? What so do we do? do a number of things. So it's from oftentimes people think of AARP and it's um, discounts. Yes. 
So if you go to a restaurant, I'm a proud member of uh, AARP. So wherever I go, I show my AARP membership. Um, so it's and you get a, and you get a discount. Yeah, okay. And restaurants right. uh, travel, and this is around the country. Around the country, okay. wherever you go, and you have your AARP um, card, you ask them, "Do you take AARP?" And you may get ten percent off of whatever it is, wherever you are. Okay. Um, what about lodging? What about um, I want to go on a travel, trip? Travel, yeah, travel. There's travel uh, from from hotels to cruises to car rental to all those things. You Do I have utilize. to join? AARP? There is a membership okay. um, for AARP, and uh, right now I believe we're running a special. It was fourteen dollars the last time I I checked, but that could have changed. For, like for for the year, it's fourteen dollars if you commit to five years. So it's fourteen fourteen dollars for five years. No, fourteen dollars times five. So it's oh, 14, per year, yeah, per year, yeah. Well, so if I get ten percent off at the restaurant, it pays that's for taken itself. care yeah. of. Okay, you take a couple of hundred dollars off that. for that's your terrific. lodging. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really a wonderful um, organization. Yet, ARP is also a part about a part of advocacy. Um, so things mm-hmm. that are most important to fifty plus communities where. Um, your health and finance, well, finance, finance, and then also your health, but then also livable communities. There are laws that have been passed because AARP has supported, um, have listened to community, understood what needed to be done, and then did the advocacy work in the state. Um, so I can speak from the Illinois perspective. Kind of a, as, as a lobbyist sometimes? Sometimes So as one a of the things coming up that we need to all be watchful for is there is discussion at the federal level of ceasing Social Security, mm-hmm. right? And so one of our efforts and our priorities within the Illinois office is that's including Springfield and Chicago is to talk about Social Security. Will it be around in you know, 10 years, will our grandchildren be able to... Why is expand? there the threat mm-hmm. of and the discussion of abolishing Social Security? Why? Yeah, that's a really good question. <clears throat> um, so let me tell you what happens if that happens. 50-plus, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. will be rioting in the street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guarantee that canes and wheelchairs yeah. and, and, and whatever well, that's what's necessary. will be rioting in the street not yeah. to happen. So I wonder who's going to run on yeah. that platform, yeah. right? We're, we're actually having conversations with students um, um, in college um, so that we can have that intergenerational Absolutely. conversation about Social Security. Because it could affect it today. It mm-hmm. might be affecting your grandmother, mm-hmm. but you are coming, mm-hmm. and it will surely affect yeah, we'll you. Get old you will all we'll get old. We'll we'll I, yeah. I have a friend who says the goal is to get, get old, old. Yeah. so uh, <laughs> you got to stay targeted on the goal. Yeah. And uh, you, will, you, you may not want to always mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. You may want to retire. Right. Uh, you may not be able to work. For sure. You may be disabled mm-hmm. and not be able to work, mm-hmm. or you might have uh, a Twitter experience, mm-hmm. okay? So <laughs> right. it's, a, it's a lot of yeah. reasons, it's a lot of ways, and it's a lot of things. You're right. But uh, we've got to stay woke. we got yeah. to stay aware. And, and be informed. Be informed. Um, participate. And, understand what... Um, what's going on from a political Mm -hmm. perspective and stay Um, watchful of these politicians mm -hmm. as these discussions come up because they are 
they're coming up, but mm-hmm. you've got to watch what these politicians mm-hmm. are saying so you know how to vote and mm-hmm. you know what to vote for, you know what to advocate for. Mm-hmm. So December 3rd, mm-hmm. uh, that is your first summit, Maximizing Your Money, right? Uh, with various uh, sessions on... Um, uh, on 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 what to do with your money, mm-hmm. where to place it, how to watch it, what to do, and you can call eight seven seven nine two six eight three hundred to register. Correct. Uh, for the virtual, mm-hmm. and then uh, the other uh, portions are segments are are live at University of Illinois. Right, and then um, so I'll say the number and then also the link again, um, because it is a long link, and so it's events aarp.org and this is free it is free okay slash q 8 l 0 xx so it's a free event repeat that again please sure it's events.aarp.org slash q 8 l 0 xx and or so, call 877-926-8300, and you, you can register with right. a credit card online. You don't need a credit card. It's free. It's free. I'm sorry. No credit card if <laughs> no it's free. Excuse card. me. Pardon. Yeah, you've dialed the wrong number if they ask for a credit card. Okay, that's the wrong That's the wrong thing. So, yeah. so this weekend, I was doing my Christmas shopping, and uh-huh. I was on credit cards, so I would find the right. site, and then I had mm-hmm. to do the credit, so credit cards in yeah. my head. Uh, Shantae, thank you so much for oh, being with us and, and providing insight and telling us about sure. the great things that AARP is doing. And uh, December third, you December can maximize 3rd. your money, maximize. and um, it's 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 something it's something to do yeah. and to be watchful. We thank encourage, you. we encourage. I appreciate this opportunity, and we encourage all of your listeners um, to participate, um, to join us in person if you can. Um, but if not, the one-hour session with um, Terry Savage uh, from 9 until 10. And uh, we look forward, once you register, uh, we look forward to following up with information via. And Terry Savage is just a bundle of knowledge. She really I is. Miss her, uh, I miss her column. Yes. I yes. miss it. Uh, this has been a cozy conversation. Great. And we've been talking to Shantae Robinson of AARP advocacy and outreach to tell you about the wonderful things of AARP. Thanks for being with us. Thank you again, Ms. Hartman.